welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the St. James Project Podcast. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day, celebrating our Native American brothers and sisters who land, who culture was so rightly stolen from them that we must honor you, okay? And for all of those who say, well, it's Columbus Day, uh, you don't know shit, okay? I'm not trying to hear from you. This is Happy Indigenous People Day, and I'm glad that more and more people are starting to acknowledge it. All right, remember, you guys, you can always catch me on St. James Project Podcast every week, and connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you know what? I'm having some problems now with uh, with Facebook. I must say, wow, I see what a lot of people are talking about. This algorithm war, in addition to, um, you gotta be careful who you're connected to and what you say and how you respond. And I told you, I'm to the point now, hey, if they cancel my page, uh, that's it, c'est la vie. I'm not going to waste my time with it. All right. I don't feel like uh, those of us who are in this business should be censored for speaking out, telling the truth, and especially where uh, people of color are are concerned, uh, black Americans, African Americans, people of pan-African descent. I'm starting to see a lot of... Uh, media personalities, the ones who are independent or small, talk about this more and more and more. And first I was a bit skeptical, but now I see what they're saying. But in any event, uh, oh well, so be it. Just can't worry about them. Okay, that was a little sidebar thing. And oh, God, I gotta check myself with some things. Uh, I'm just sitting here in my studio. I got these boxes packed and... You know, I've been working on looking for this right house and I haven't found, I have not found it yet. This, um, I guess you can hear the dynamics in my voice changing. Um, just this, this Rona thing, like me and a whole bunch of other folks, this is God, this just, it's, it's wearing me out now. It really is wearing me out. I can't tell you some days I'm almost at a hundred, then I just come right on down, but I guess I'm going to try not to focus on that, but I notice my moods just go up and down at certain times. If I seem to think about something, I got to immediately shift gears or I can fall into that negative mode. So I kind of want to say, you know what, if you're having those moments and there, if there's times that you're not okay, it's okay to not be okay. Just don't stay in that mode. Do whatever you need to do to bring yourself out of that. And as I'm starting to expand and see that I'm taking a different path, my vision is growing and and the things that I'm doing is moving upward. This no longer serves me. My studio no longer serves me anymore. And I've got to, um, I'm looking for a much, 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 much bigger place. I just need space. Space is everything um, to me. All right. I want to send a couple of shout outs or let's talk about a little. um, Let's talk about some things that are going on in pop culture right now before we get to the the main uh, subject of today's podcast, which is the VP debate. Kamala Harris, Mike Pence, the Lord of the Flies, Mike Pence. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So, uh, oh, you know what? Rest in peace. Joe Morgan. Joe Morgan, 77 years old. 
Ah, uh, he passed away. And I believe it was today. Was it today? I think it was, or it came across my Twitter feed today. And also, a shout out to the NBA 2020 champions, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Laker Nation. You know, the Lakers just we went all the way with it. First, I was a little scared because game five, I was expecting them to wrap it up, but they didn't. But last night, they were in total domination. There was no way they were not winning that game. So that was a done deal last night. I went on and went to bed after I saw that they were up like 24 points. Hey, it's time to go to sleep. They got this. All right, so congratulations to the Lakers 2020 champions. And I know they can't wait to get home. You know, I feel like I've been in the bubble with them. I, I, a lot of people feel like that. This Were they like three months in the bubble? But you know what I don't understand though? I, you know me, I always got to digress. How come the NFL can't do the same thing? Why can't they control it like the NBA has done a great job with controlling this pandemic amongst their players? So that's something that the NFL need to look at. All right. And then on another note, Mike Hill and Cynthia Bailey tied the knot. And I think the most memorable part of that wedding that I saw posted online on Instagram, because they had about three or four shots of all the people that were there celebrating, having a good time, was Mike Hill crawling on the floor. And that wasn't a crawl. That was a crawl crawl. You know, like there's a singer and then there's a singer. They're, they're two different elements, although they're doing the same thing. Mike Hill is in love with that woman. And I believe if she ever tried to leave or separate herself from him, that he going with her. I'm telling you, y'all got to see that crawl. Uh, maybe it's on the shade room. I think I saw it on the shade room, but it did come across my um, IG feed. And at this point, I'm tired of pulling up stuff all the time. And I haven't decided if I want to start filming my studio yet. Well, especially not now until I get things settled. But if y'all see that crawl, just go on Instagram. That's, that's a different kind of crawl. That's a man that's sprung. He ain't going nowhere. He, he committed for, he committed for life. All right. He definitely liked being locked down. All right. And then the last one, um, thing that, that caught my, uh, I'm just recapping, just been a very colorful week. And this weekend is just much more colorful. Bill Burr, Saturday Night Live monologue. And some have even called it uh, controversial. Now, how is the truth controversial? That's what I don't get. But also, a lot of white women pushed back on it. Some of them were highly offended. Now, for one, if you could take a dick, you really can't take a joke. And two, for those women who are crying foul or who are complaining, you have proved Bill Burr's point that you always like to make things about you. He was talking about white women. So if you got mad at his monologue, at his stand-up, the very thing he was talking about, you just proved his point, all right? Just take the joke, run with it, it ain't that serious, and just keep it moving. Although the truth hurts, but it, it was funny, but that shit was factual. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That shit was factual. All right, Imani St. James for the St. James Project Podcast. I want to go ahead and switch gears here. I want to talk about last week's VP debate. 
This was mad crazy, mad crazy. I, I just, I, I don't even know what to say, but I'm gonna find some words, all right? Let's hang tight. All right, so let me talk a little bit about uh, what I want uh, about today's topic. And as you know, last week we had the debate between Kamala Harris and Lord of the Flies, a.k.a. Mike Pence. And I totally have no respect for this dude. Why? Because if anyone, anyone who thinks soberly, and I, I, and I use that word in all its meaning, in all its glory, and whatever else it is I'm trying to pull out of my head I can't think of right now, with any common sense, would know that Mike Pence is a piece of work. He is a Pharisee, a hypocrite, a liar. He can't be trusted. He can, this man can lie with the calmness, but don't you notice not, I didn't use one um, negative, uh, one uh, uh, offensive word to describe him. I, I mean, he's a liar. You, you don't really need to go past that. But let me tell you the words that were used to describe Kamala Harris. And honestly, seriously, the people on the right, they have issues. They have real issues that, like I said, me personally, I don't even listen to them. Their words don't even make it to my ear anymore because they're so dead set on other people obeying the law, following the mandates, whatever they are, but somehow they don't see it as they have to do it and they're always trying to make excuses i mean we have example after example after example after example from the stolen supreme court appoint appointment to um to uh the friends of, of donald trump i mean don't you notice how all his friends, you know, and remember he talked about draining the swamp when he got in office. Oh, he just, that mug is deep now. And it's like everybody that's associated with him comes with some type of baggage. And it they just don't walk the talk. That, that's just it. They, they, they want you to play by the rules, but they don't want to play by the rules. So Donald Trump referred to Kamala Harris as a monster. Now, doesn't that sound... Um, familiar remember he referred to Omarosa as a filthy dog the president of the United States referred to a woman as a filthy dog but this was a black woman and then he had some harsh words for Maxine Waters I don't remember exactly what he said but just look at the pattern here so Kamala Harris is a, is a monster now why because she didn't say the things you wanted her to say and I'm sure Kamala could have taking Mike Tass, Mike Pence to task so much harder if she really wanted to. But she had to walk this fine line. And what's that fine line? Um, that fine line is, is that if she went in too hard, um, like some on the left wanted her to go, then she gets labeled as the angry black woman. See, you, she can't win either way. Then um, she gets labeled as the angry black woman by the right, but then she didn't go in hard enough. So then the left had something to say, oh, she could have done better. And it's like, you know, damn, she, she sister can't just catch a break. And in truth be, truth be told, well, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Like I said, I personally do not like Joe Biden. And I understand why Kamala was pushing Joe Biden's 
vision, uh-oh, for this country. Because basically the, the VP takes it back. Kamala's vision is taking a back seat because she's pushing Joe Biden's agenda. That's what it is. But you gotta, I take into consideration uh, Joe Biden's age. Like I said, at most he would be a one-term president if he makes it that long. I mean, you have two old white men. One is a Republican and a fascist. Joe Biden is a Democrat. He's a conservative Democrat. And to me, that's the same thing as a Republican. It really is. And he's trying to appeal to a certain base. But by him bringing Kamala on that, you know, maybe he, he's not going to be so myopic in his views and, and she can open the door to things. I mean, it's asking a lot. I don't see it happening. But for me personally, I want the clown in chief that we have right now gone. That's the only reason why I'm voting. I will never vote for Joe Biden again. I really don't want to vote for him. But let me get back to the double standard here and the, and the name calling. And then you had Harlan Z. Hill. Now he's a former commentator over at Fox. Hmm. <laughs> that alone says all that, it, uh, all, the, all that it needs to say. Just that right there. A former commentator at Fox. And he was let go for referring to Kamala Harris as an insufferable bitch. Whew. Wow. That, that's low. That, that is, there is, there's no respecting him. I mean, you would call her that because she's debating Mike Pence, who is a bona fide liar. Did you just see his body expression, the way he looked? He really couldn't look her in the face. And But you know what I will say? The funniest part about that debate last week was the fly who landed on Mike Pence's head and sat there for about two minutes. I mean, this material just keeps writing itself. <laughs> A fly. A fly landed on his head. And it stayed there for two minutes. That's because flies are attracted to shit. Oh, I, I, you know, I just could not believe what I was seeing. And then all the memes and jokes and just went along with that. Every day they had something new, but it, it's kind of died down since, you know, other things have taken place. But it's like, wow, really? A fly on national TV sits on your head for two whole minutes, maybe more. I don't know. But that was just like it. But Kamala... Harris has to walk this fine line where she doesn't appeal too strong or too soft to the to the left she was a little too soft to the to the right she's too strong and so you know that stereotype that they like to use um to refer to us black women as the angry black woman syndrome uh, we you know we just cannot seem to catch a break so i think she did a really good job um, on this debate because you know she she did what she needed to do and she did it the way she needed to do it that was right for her because she's I'm sure she is aware of who she who she is appealing to both I mean she's gonna catch it either way so but you know what I, I applaud her for doing her but I did not like the way so many conservatives went in on Kamala and just just the monster, the insufferable bitch, all the other words that um, that she she was not credible, her demeanor, and, and then you had some of the comments made by white women. You know what? And 
when I hear their comments, it takes me back to what Bill Burr says. They always like to inject themselves in things. And you know what? As I'm sitting here talking about it, <laughs> I think I'm just done with it. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. The debate was a shit show. It, I don't really think there was no really, really, there was no real winner or loser. Well, yeah, Mike Pence was the loser. Yeah, so I wanted to walk that back. But it did not go like I was hoping it would go because we know Kamala can do so much more. We've seen her interrogate uh, uh, those who've been called to testify on Capitol Hill, like Bill Barr and uh, Kavanaugh. And you know that they cannot stand dealing with her because you know she's going to take it to them. But we didn't see that this time because that's not that was not her place that was not her time that was not her moment to do that but she's well capable of doing that but this vp debate oh my god i i just am i i'm the only one exhausted here from this i cannot wait until this election is over i i honestly cannot wait my prayer is god you know what so many people are, are, are looking into leaving the U.S. So many have left just because of this one person. He has done a terrible job of managing this pandemic, what's going on with this country. Everything he has done has been a disaster. Remember when they had the shutdown? That was a disaster. The stimulus was a disaster. COVID, which was back, started in January. Okay, it was, I first heard about it in January when I was in Hawaii. So that was a real thing. It was back then and still look where we are today. Um, it was just so many things I felt like Kamala Harris could have talked about, but that she didn't. And, but I don't like the way people talked about her. It, they can never stick to the issues. It always has to be that negative connotation associated with her that, oh, she's the angry black woman. And then, or she didn't do this or she didn't do that. Either way it goes, my sister cannot please everybody. Am I happy with some of this, the decisions she made back then as a, a turn, uh, attorney general? Um... No, but to be quite frank with you, I did not know enough about it. I honestly didn't. I, I did not. We, we didn't have the same things that were going on then as we do now. So I think I personally did not take um, who she was serious enough at that time or I would have researched it more. So I'm like willing to believe that she has grown since that time. But... I don't think the AG is, a t is, is responsible for the decisions made by prosecutors uh, over, you know, criminal cases. I, I think they get involved from the other aspect of it. If there's a pushback or something, I need to get more clarification because I'm just not taking people's word for it from the left or from the right. I need to do a whole research for myself now. Um, to know what is fact and what is fiction that that's where it all starts but I just but me personally I, I'm just so uncomfortable with with just her getting with Kamala getting involved in anything because of all the pushback the negative reviews the blowbacks that she she's getting from both sides I mean I think she handled that situation as best that she's that she could at at that moment given who she was going up against, 
but I honestly do not get what is what it is that people don't see about Mike Pence. You got to be blind and not even blind. You got to be deaf and not a uh, deaf and not even deaf. You got to be a combination of all of it and just really stuck on some stupid shit to think that this man is credible and he can be believed for anything and then he always likes to throw this christian word in it do you know what i am so turned off by christians right now that um whereas whereas before i gave them the benefit of the doubt mm -mm, no more not the black ones not the white ones if what you say does not line up with the word and what I'm hearing and in your own life, then I can't take your word as serious. Don't pray for me. I don't need your blessings. None of that. I'm serious. Now, we've always known that um, the racism is very, uh, very profound in the church. But it, it has come out more so now since Donald Trump has been in office. I cannot believe some of the, 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 the evangelists, the prophets, the pastors that... I took their teachings as factual, especially Paula White. And I know I'm kind of like digressing right now, but this all ties into where we're at right now. Why, why this country is the way it is, is because we have a fascist in the White House and you have the radical right, the so-called Christian community evangelist nation community whatever they want to call them themselves pro-life abortionists i call them hypocrites and pharisees and they all sad you see um and then we have the left i may not agree with everything on the left but i'm not gonna co-sign with anything on the right where it comes to govern people's daily lives and what they do in their personal lives and this is why i i just i cannot understand how they do not see that I, I just don't. I, and I think I'm just rambling here because the more I think about it, the more I talk about it, the more I um, replay it in my mind, the debate with uh, Kamala and, and Mike Pence, I, I just get upset. It's like, how is it that you don't see? What would possess a man to label her as an insufferable lying bitch? I, I don't get that part. Where did Harlan Z. Hill get off referring to Kamala as a lying bitch, but Mike Pence as the gospel? Do, do you see that? That's calling. I don't. I, I just honestly do not get it. I honestly, these people are on a special kind of stupid, on a special kind of stupid. And of course, we're not going to take the Democrats as, as their word as gospel either. And you know what? Like I said, for me, only this time I'm voting for them just to get him out. It's like you just want to get rid of one party so you'll do what you need to do to get them out. But then on the next round, I'm glad that a lot of people, a lot of black people are starting to wake up. That we are saying, okay, you know what, we'll ride this one out. But the next one, we want something for our vote. If you want our vote, we have an agenda. We want our demands met because this is where we are. You know, you can't trust the Democrats. You can't trust the Republicans. You got this two-headed snake here. They're both full of shit. They're both full of shit. But this over-the-top attacking this woman and this, what this really comes down to is her ethnicity, her background. Some now, and, and, and last week I saw, in addition to um, 
her being called all these names by the right, then you have some on the left saying, oh, well, she's not really black anyway. Uh, yes, she is. She, she's biracial, but she's still black. And you know what? People refer to her as black when it fits their agenda. Then they want to refer to her as other when it fits their agenda. Jamaican, black, she is still, and she identifies as a black woman. She's never denied the other part of her heritage, but she's still saying I'm a black woman in addition to being of Indian descent. It is just, we living in some crazy ass times right now. I've, I've never seen nothing like this before in my life, never. But when I was growing up in church, I was told about a time like this would come. And now it's like it's here and you're like, oh my God, I just don't believe what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing. Right is wrong and wrong is right. That's kind of like where we're at. But you know what? I'm still encouraging you guys to please get out and vote. Vote, 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 because we cannot afford four more years of this fascist. And let me just hip you up to this, but this came out this morning um, out on Facebook. For those who live in California, they have unofficial, unofficial um, ballot boxes popping up all over the place. Take your ballot to a reputable place or take it to the post office or however you're going to get it. Be careful where you drop your ballot off. Make sure it is an official ballot box to drop your to to drop your ballot off at this just came down on facebook today and you know that's against the law and and it's hard for me to believe that the democrats is behind this it is the republicans i wouldn't trust them as far as i could throw them i wouldn't trust them on anything because they are doing whatever they can to steal this election to stay in power this is the christopher columbus move that's what he did, stole, took away from a whole people, and then credited himself with something that he did not deserve. That's what they're doing. Isn't it ironic that on Indigenous Day that I'm talking about this? Make sure, however you need to get your ballot, but make sure you're dropping it off at the right place. Okay, I can only talk about my state, my city where I live. I can't preach to about another state, but just make sure because Republicans, if only Democrats would learn to fight like Republicans, you know what? They go low, Democrats need to go lower, but they have not learned that yet. And I don't think they would ever get it. So, but getting back to this shit show of a VP debate, debate. Oh my God. I'm so praying that they, ne I, I don't even know what to say about this. The attack on this woman was just this is all about race. Everything is about race for them. And then for Mike Pence, lying ass to sit there and say, there's no systemic racism. That alone tells you he's not operating from reality. I, I just had to throw that in because I could not believe what I was hearing. I mean, he don't even act sympathetic towards George Floyd's family. Breonna Taylor, what happened there? They never talk about that. But it's amazing they come to the defense of the 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse who crossed into another state. He's, he's not even 18 yet, 17, with an AR-15 and killed two people. But the Christian Coalition has raised over $300,000 for his defense. He's got, he's got top-of-the-line legal representation. You see, once again... The lion, 
along with the name of God on the right side. They're not even trying to hide it now. They don't need to put on their hoods. They're just openly, openly doing their racism dance in front of our face. And I would hope that people can see that. But th this was the worst thing that I've, I've, I, I, I have ever, ever seen. This VP debate. I'm glad we will never have another one of these. It's just was a hot mess. It was just, just from from its inception to its ending, with with the not wanting to wear a mask, with the the um, the social distancing, everything, everything was wrong. The only thing funny out of this, the only thing comical, the only thing, uh, the fly was the one who stole the show. The fly stole the show. The fly stole the show. <laughs> The fly stole the show. The fly stole the show. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we're going to wrap it up today. I think that's all I have for right now. The St. James Project podcast, y'all. This thing is winding down. We got a few more weeks. Get out and rock that vote. Rock that vote like your life depended, depends on it because it actually does. We have got to get control of this country and get this pandemic under control that should be the first thing all right because numbers are on the rise i know i'm jumping around i'm supposed to be sticking to kamala and mike pence but you need to understand <clears throat> everything is tied into them being into office they may not be the perfect candidates but they will do a hell of a better job than the clown in chief and his minions right now super spreaders what they've been doing too many people are out of work out of jobs uh are, are are seeking food shelters all he has he's done such a poor job of managing this company but um imani st james for the st james project podcast you know i i i don't even know what to say i don't even know what to say other than protect the black woman protect the black woman we got to do better protect the black woman protect the black woman. I am tired of this, these, these attacks, these stereotypes, these all the things they're doing to throw at us, to bring us down, you know, however they can. We have a chance to make history here. The first female VP, a black woman, and she might be president. You never know. And they're doing everything they can to stop it. And we cannot let that happen. All right, until next week, live, learn, and grow. And you know what? Just always research. Don't just take my word. Don't just take the word of the left. Don't just take the word of the right. You know what? Vote your conscience. Vote your heart. But just, you know what? Let's operate in reality here, okay? That was a shit show, and the fly proved it. The fly went and landed where the shit was. All right, St. James Project Podcast, I'm out. <laughs>